Welcome to FeastPod, the podcast where we talk about whatever we fucking want. Come join me, Kanong, and me, Sarah Davidson, for entree, main, and dessert, and take a seat at our table. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started. Welcome back to FeastPod. My name is Kanong. That is Sarah Davidson. Hello. Hello. So we're doing a post-record of an entree. <laughs> we have recorded in the weirdest order today. I don't mm. even know what day it is, but we are going to speak about the actual most recent things in our lives, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. in real life. Like, this is actually real time. <laughs> um, so Sarah got to dress up in like jewels and an amazing gown and got her hair and makeup done and got a fake fringe and then like took a million videos for Glamour on the grid. We haven't done a non-work event together in a little while either and it was really nice. Yeah, it was really fun. It was so much Shooting's fun. always fun though. It was really fun. But I think one of the things that I forget is that it actually takes, like I did a TikTok about like, you know how people do get ready with me and it's often a transition and it looks like it literally took 25 minutes. Yeah. I started getting ready at 1 p.m. And I had like gone and got the outfit like two weeks before and I did the fake tan the day before. Like if you want to look your best, yeah. it was like my wedding. I did as much preparation as I did for my wedding, except maybe more because the I, hair took longer. I turned up because we organized a photo shoot beforehand. I turned up there and you were just like, in 100% glamour. <laughs> like you were on and I was like, what's going on? You walked in the door and you were like, what the fuck? You looked so good. I had a fringe. You had a fringe and a pony. And a pony. But also like realising all these things about the f- actual Hollywood A-list famous celebrities. Like Ariana Grande wears her hair in a high ponytail like that all the time. I've never mm. seen her without one. It hurts. Oh, really? It was so much fun. It looked it amazing. Heavy. But it's it's heavy. But also like to pin all of your hair back like that. It's like I it got pulls? told take a Panadol preemptively because it's going to hurt because to pull back that tight, it oh. actually snatches everything. So it's awesome. You kind of like get your cheekbones pulled It's like a facelift. Yeah, but it's pulled so tight. Like Monica had like Shut two up. hands. It took her an hour and a half to do my hair because we had so many fake things in. And it was so much fun because I've never, I've never had a fringe before. Can I talk about what, what it feels like coming out? Like when you have to take it out. Like, I'm not coming out, babe. I'm still straight. I love my husband. He's hot. <laughs> yeah, um, amazing. Like, at the end of the night, so it actually, there are quite a few pins that were, like, pinned into my brain. Like, right. literally into my brain. Okay. And that's when. Figuratively. Figuratively. Yeah, figuratively into my brain. And when we left, it was because I couldn't stand my, like, the hair stitch anymore. I felt uh. amazing. It was so much fun. It was, like having a different persona for a day. Like most people who Mm. know me really well didn't recognize me with a fringe like that because I was so blunt. But when I got home, I was like, it was like almost as good as an orgasm. I was like, like taking your hair out at the end of a night after that kind of pull. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know how it was braided? I had like these beautiful jewels braided into Into the plaid. They were also really heavy. So I got like a neck workout from like holding my head up all night. But glam is like so much fun, but so hard. So do you know what's really interesting about this conversation is that when I was younger and I would watch people go to the brown lows and stuff and I'm like, oh, they they turn around their like photos really quickly. Why? Because you hire a photographer, you hire like a space to shoot in, you hire your videographer, you get your hair and makeup done because you shoot it all beforehand. Hours before. And then when you turn up, your content's done. I never knew that either. And I've only just worked out 
like since we've been doing it that you're like, okay, well, if I want to get my photos on the night, you really, it's a full process. You've got to book everyone. And we started shooting at 4.30. You started at 4.30. I I started at 5.30. Yeah. You've got, which means you've got to be ready by like 3.30 to get Mm. there. And then you've got to get an, like our photographer is amazing. Shout out to Alex Druniak, who will turn them around that night. And Ed, the videographer was great as well. He was, and he had it done the next morning. Yeah. That's fast. That's really fast. Oh, so quick. And we got- it's funny because it's like I think some people will be like, oh, it's so random that you guys do that. But it's like it's kind of the job. Yeah, it is so random. But it was yeah. also the most fun. Mm. I had – and shooting. And Amy came along. We had so much fun. Oh, I fucking hate it when Amy shoots with me though because I'm like, She's oh, great. I look like shit. That, you looked amazing. But she also <laughs> – I know. Every shot I'm like, you look amazing. You look incredible. You look incredible. You look amazing. Yep, you're just killing it. The Amy. soundtrack was so funny. You were like, oh, yes. Oh, the lighting. Oh, your cheekbones. Oh, Amy. Yes, this way. Leg out. Like, I'm such a fan of I my know. Sister. You're so <laughs> too, But you were like creative directing. But it was, yeah. I had. Did you have a really good night? The only thing that I find with Glamour – is that there's so much that goes into it and then like this whole big hour when you get there because it's like press and you're doing the wall, the, the walk, like the, the red carpet and then like you're doing the interviews and stuff and then you go inside and then you have some drinks and then it's finished. Yeah, and then you it go home. It ends so fast. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I think the event only goes for three and a half hours. And really abruptly. It's yeah. like, okay, now you're in a ball gown, get in an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're going to put you into these shuttles, like these golf carts. The buses? Yeah, and then, yes, you get a golf cart to the buses yeah. and then the bus takes you outside and then you get into a car. And it's like, yeah. it just ends so quickly. It does. But obviously they have to turn the track around for the next day. It's actually such a privilege to be able to walk on that on the track, track just yeah. one night before they actually race. Like the security behind that would be really complicated. Oh, like uh, absolutely. But we, I feel like we don't get to do it that often, but when you get to dress up that much, like this year I was like, you know we're trying for kids. I'm like. The la- this is the maybe the last time that I'll be able to like wear a dress like that well, without. May- but maybe next time you just body. hire me as your babysitter and I take your child as my date. Yeah. Oh my god. And, then and I just carry the little baby oh with me. Oh my god, that could be your oh accessory. Oh my gosh! <laughs> if I got to do glamour on the grid with a baby in my arm, can you? You would fucking break the internet. You looked amazing. Tell us about your outfit. How did you put your look together? Effie, right? Oh, yeah. We went for a 1960s, 1970s style silhouette. So it's more like that whole like old school suiting, like really big pants that weren't tailor tailored. So they were like more like loose fitting in a black classic pinstripe. But to make it more modern, we actually made one, well, half of my jacket black instead of pinstripe. That's right. So it was two panel. And, and then, then it had this. The it had straps thing. across just to like make it younger. Because you're now a boomer too. No, it's in like younger is in just like more fresh yeah, modern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted a double breasted jacket. I wanted a really classic cut. But I was just like, amazing. let's just make this a little bit more fun. I just like, I have to say, whenever you get the opportunity to dress up, up, because you don't get to do it that often, go all oh, out. Wow. Because it is so much fun. It's like giving yourself a night in another persona. Like I totally feel like a different person because no one recognized me. I said to Amy, I'm like, I feel famous. Yeah. But like really famous, like real famous. Like, yeah, because they like, make you feel – well, also because you had so many fans there. I didn't have any fans. And you fans. are actually – Someone said to you in the middle of the night, you are the most famous person here. <laughs> and then I was Do you like, remember? Yeah, and then I literally was like, Beck Judd's here. Like, yeah. I'm like, what, <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I just had one of those nights where I was like, if you let yourself change your hair dramatically and do something so different to what you normally do outside of your comfort zone, but mm. like something so different, it actually is really liberating. I was like, no one even knows it's me. I'm going to have the best time ever. I, I honestly, really I, I agree. That night is a blur, not because we were drunk, because we actually weren't very drunk. No. 
you know who was drunk? Who? The chick on the bus at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny when you're not that drunk watching someone like yeah. totally, totally blotto. Yeah. She was like on the floor, like literally on the ground. I thought we had such a fun night. And I also, you know what else it reminded me of? We are so work orientated yeah. that I was like, when was the last time we were out that wasn't for work together? And I kind of felt like that was kind of work. Like, <laughs> no, but like the getting ready and stuff before, I was like, we haven't been silly in ages. We take ourselves yeah. way too seriously. I know. It's so fucking boring. All right. Let, let's move on. Talking about people who work very, very hard, we have two amazing guests with us today. The best main course. And you're kind of like really attracted to both of them. I'm attracted Actually, to- like so am I. Yeah. We're, okay. we're both having issues. Let's dive into mains and then let's talk about our guests. Woo. So main course today I'm very excited about. I had a massive crush on Megan Gale when I was younger, when I was pretending to be a straight boy. <laughs> this is all new. All. This is new information. <laughs> and now I have a crush on Sean. So this is like a full circle moment for me. Hi, guys. I love it. Hello. Hi. I too have had a crush on both of you. Oh, so God. it's just okay. one big happy Let's get family. Comfy. All right. <laughs> it's going to be one of those. Put the keys ends. in the bowl at the front. <laughs> yeah. No, there's four of us. We don't need kids. There's definitely a pineapple on the door somewhere out there. Is it pineapple on the door? Is that the thing people do on cruises? Did I make that up? Is it pineapple? I don't know what you've never heard of pineapple. Is it pineapple on the door? Did I say that wrong? How does one put a pineapple on it's the like, door? It's like a pineapple little do not disturb oh. thing. I think it's what swimming do. But it means do. come in. No, it means, yeah, only if you're like keen. Open to swinging? Yeah. Oh. Did I make that up? Let me I check. Know. I don't know. It's a good, it's a good system. I, mean, I mean, someone told me. Well, at least they're like thinking about what, yeah, pineapples like- and other things? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Pineapples this is a are saucy as a start. This is a really well, saucy start. We haven't even asked any questions. We're talking about swinging and pineapples. And now we're Googling pineapples on doorknobs. For your education, next time you go on a cruise, they're used as a secret way for swingers to identify each other. If you see someone wearing an upside down pineapple badge or pin, they're looking for a partner swap. But an upside down pineapple on your porch is an invitation to join a swingers party. Is it purely for cruise? Cruises? Cruise ships? Just asking for a friend? That's right. Or front door? Just for later. It it says, yeah, at your house. Just like up and down the street. Pineapple. That's from Cruise Mummy, so I think it's cruise specific. Oh, okay. my gosh. So, are you guys open to swinging? Is that what's, what's happening? Is that what <laughs> that not it sounds like what we're saying at all. <laughs> Do I need to organise some pineapples? <laughs> that, it's totally fine. <laughs> oh, I love it. Anyway, um, I know you're both very busy, so thank you so much for joining us today. Pleasure. I love that we gave you no information of what we're going to talk about. We're just like, yeah, come in, we'll have a chat. Yeah, and look That's where, look where we've started. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so impressed that all four of us are in the same room at the same time. Like that's a miracle and it didn't take us a year. (laughs) I know. It almost. Almost. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for joining. We love you very very much. Okay. So um, both of you have really exciting things that have just happened and you've got other things that are going to happen. First, let's move back a tiny bit. Megan, you just did a return to the runway after like 15 years. I did. How was it? It was it was good. It was it was bizarre in the sense that I guess because it was for David Jones and I had worked with them for so many years and walked down the catwalk for them for so many years, it was very, very familiar, but because so much 
time had passed and it was obviously all pre-kids when I did it last and everything like so much has happened in my life so much has happened for them as a business so to come back was um I don't know it was like going back in time but it was really good it was really good I I was a little bit nervous not because walking down the catwalk is particularly challenging Um, but I, I don't. Think it actually kind of is. Everyone's watching you. You've got your own. It's strength. more the pressure around it, and I think. I mean, I don't run around in heels anymore. I used to be a pro <laughs> at it, and I'm not now. And I was like, oh my god, I don't even know how to walk in these things. But also, one thing that happened was that we we snuck our kids in. Mm. Our oh. mums snuck our kids in, what, which we didn't not tell. Well, it's not so much that they're not allowed, but we didn't it's want to upon. make a big no. We didn't want to make a big because we did have oh. some media asking the kids coming and the kids. And so we, I didn't want them because they haven't been in the public eye and mm. sort of focused on. And I didn't want them to sort of be, or we didn't want mm. them to have sort of photographers on them and people interviewing them. Yeah. It would have maybe freaked them out a bit. We just wanted them to come and I wanted them to see kind of what I used to do. Mm. So they got they got sort of snuck in by our mums and they sat there and I remember coming down the catwalk and I just saw their little faces and they were just, yeah, they were clapping and it was, yeah, almost got me, almost started crying. But, yeah, it was very sweet. And I can't believe because of the hiatus Sean had never seen you do a runway either, which is like your thing and the most – I'm sorry, I have to get out the quote because I think it's the most beautiful quote that I've ever heard. <laughs> he was very supportive and very lovely to come along. It was so sweet. I wasn't going to miss it. I know. <laughs> but it, it's not normally your kind of your it, kind well, it's, bag. Yeah, it's not, like my, those it's not kind my scene. Of, but it's not your scene. It was like watching a lioness get let out into the wild. What does that in, even mean? Like in your natural no, habitat. That's what I felt at the time. I just felt like you – that's that's where like I grew up seeing you as well. I was like, she's all right. Um, <laughs> And then, but yes, like to be to be there in person, it was honestly like you you were back where you were meant to be, and where My I think so many, so, and so many people, me included, like just that's where we first saw you, or that's what we sort of associate you with. Yeah, right. So it was like she's home, sort of. <gasps> she's I like home. that. So cute. Cool. I so it's I nice have thing. a I have a a weird question. What are your diva demands when you're like? back there or was there anything that you asked for i'm so just not fast okay i'm so not fast there's not like i want red m yes. and you know i just want want water pineapples on yeah the door. i want pineapples, pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> you know like but <laughs> none of that <laughs> um, but um look and, and look most most clients are pretty good they'll, they'll normally you know pop some water back there and some snacks and a few things but I definitely don't I know I've never really sort of been like I want this and I want that and you know occasionally if there's a tray of champagne floating around I might grab one but that's about as wild as it gets (laughs) (laughs) because I know that usually um with catwalks and when you've got like 20 30 models there Mm. that you all take turns to get your hair and makeup done right yeah which means that sometimes the waiting process is really long yes do you have your own artists yes yeah so it's like because I have to be well especially something like that I have to be ready and I have to be I've usually got to do press beforehand so Mm. yes I do but it it's still not lost on me how special that is because back in the day like when I started modeling actually with David Jones as well I had um I was one of those 30 models yeah. that had to get there at 6 30 and in the morning and yeah. wait and wait and wait for your turn to get your hair done and then mm. your makeup done and then um get shuttled around like cattle <laughs> pretty much <laughs> and then you get your spot backstage which is about this big to yeah so I've, I've done the hard yards and the starting on the bottom of the of the ladder 
and worked my way up. So I do have that appreciation because I wasn't like discovered at 13 and whisked off to New York and then that's all I know. Like yeah. it, it's I had five, six years of really not doing too well. But it makes you appreciate it even more when you when you when you get there. Yeah. Yeah. When you came back, did, did this like reignite something in you where you're like, hey, I want to get back into modeling again? Or are you like, I'm done? This was like a fun. Um, no, not not really. I think it's never really gone away for me, just that I guess desire to to work with brands. And, mm. you know, it's it's sort of I stopped it for a bit, especially when we were having the kids and mm. stuff. But it's always something that I love doing. Mm. And so whether that's in the capacity of on the catwalk or th- working with them through media or, or whatever it is, I still want to do it mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. occasionally. But, yeah, I'm not like, okay, get me back on the catwalk circuit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, I, no. There are no. not many people who could take a 15-year break at any point in their life or career mm. and nail it the way you look like looked so seamless and so at home and just rocked it so much there was a lot of help though no but it's still, a, there's a team like still. it takes a village babe and even also still. let's it's walking yeah, <laughs> no, but it's not no, I didn't it's come walking. back and like, you know, cure cats after being away from the medical world for a but I love it. You've been but very think, sweet. No, no, but I think But this is your humility. You're just like, it's just what it's not just walking. Not everyone is Megan Gale. Know. Not everyone can come back after two kids and rock a opening show for DJs. But I would love to ask Sean, mm-hmm. seeing that for the first time, but also having grown up watching it from afar before you guys met. I've never had the chance to ask you, what is it like to be with someone and see it in real life who you did crush on for so many years? Now is it just like, holy fuck, that's my person. (laughs) (laughs) He's seen me at my worst though. So he's probably, yeah, maybe. Oh, in all sorts. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's seen me pushing babies out like that. Real intimate, real up close (laughs) and personal. As about intimate as you can get. But look, it's, it's great and I think, Sometimes I'll forget about who she is, especially to, you know, the general public and stuff because yeah. she's just Megsy and she's just, I've, we've been together for 12 years now and it's mm. just, you're just you. And it's things like the other night, uh, DJs, when you sort of get brought back into it and you're like, yeah. that's right, you can't, like you're actually a big deal, even though you like downplay <laughs> it a bit. A, a little bit, but like I, I do forget that myself too because she's at home, she's, she's a, amazing mum to the kids and she's a supportive partner of me and it just you do you do sort of forget that a little bit <laughs> he's having a breakdown at the fuck i must say though and we can, we don't have to go into this too much because we three years ago three three years ago had a beautiful episode covering more of how you actually got here but it's so interesting hearing you say it's not a doctor returning to medicine but that's how you play down how hard you have worked like you came from deportment school in Ooh, yeah. Perth, had yeah, six yeah. or seven years of not getting any jobs and being broke mm. and have still well, worked your way jobs. up to what I <laughs> thought. Some jobs. There were jobs. I you the golden girl of Australia. She would not have a bar of it, but I <laughs> still refer to you as Australia's golden girl. Oh, that's but that's the humility sweet. of Megan Gale, that like you literally grow up thinking that she's like basically the president of Australia <laughs> and or like the queen of Australia and you're so humble and lovely. I think... Look, I think my my parents have always encouraged me to work hard and treat everyone equal. Mm. And I mean, essentially, you you don't get anywhere 
if you've had some any kind of success in any kind of field, you don't get there by yourself. You get there with support from your family, your friends, your peers. And I think also just as much as it was frustrating at the time, having that kind of a lot of knockbacks and a mm. lot of rejection and a lot of having to kind of claw my way into the <laughs> to, to determine to make something of myself in that industry it does keep you pretty grounded because you you see the 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 tougher side of it you know it's not just sort of handed to you mm. and i think that's really important it's important to stress not fun it's not nice by any means but it's important to to have to to work hard and to struggle i think in order to appreciate what you have mm. yeah. so speaking about appreciating what you have I want to go back to how this relationship began because I'm like... Skype. What? Skype. What do you mean? 2011. Like, Am I that, correct? But like how do you get a Skype? Pretty, like how do you, pretty right. How do you yes! get a Skype? We didn't begin. <laughs> well, we got to know each other through Skype. Mm. Who, who shot? How's my research? Shot? How long was the first one? Oh, eight hours? Eight oh, hours Skype? What? Oh, no, yeah. it was more. No, no, no. It was like 10. Yeah. It was 10? It was Wait, straight, is that straight when you needed Skype night. credit? Like 10 and... No, this is just po- like post Skype credit, I think. Oh, so free. Or it might have been. Okay, maybe so maybe we have to like. I don't even know what <laughs> Skype credit is. It's but when you had to pay yeah. to Skype each other. No, no, no. But no, who shot free. the first shot? <gasps> who slid into whose Skype DMs? Skype. Did you, yeah, see, did, you, did you see each other out? Like, how did that first initial so, contact so we, happen? So, the first initial contact, I was with someone else. I don't know if you were. You might have been. No, I was, I was single at the time. Were you? Yeah. Oh no, I was, ter- oh, I was, I was tearing well, up I was Melbourne. Well I was tearing up Melbourne. Are you kidding no. me? I don't know if you would say tearing up because he told me a story yesterday at dinner where I don't think it was tearing up at all. I don't know if I would have known. He'll let you think that he was. We'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> off air, babes, off air. Um, yeah, and we'd. it's really, really cute how we actually first met, but nothing happened for like a couple of years after it. He was playing for Carlton at the time and it was after a game and I was, I happened to have been at the same game and I was just standing by myself and there was a couple next to me, an older couple. And um, I just thought I'll just make some. Ready to go. Older couple ready to go. And I was I was standing there and I just started talking to them. And then I said to them, just a bit of chit chat, and um I just said to them, Oh, are you are you parents of one of the players? And they said, Oh yes, our son is Sean Hampson. Oh my god, I was joking. It was actually his parents. <laughs> yeah, it was his parents. No, it was his parents. There was and no I didn't know. And I said Oh, oh, okay, and knew who he was, and um, and they were like, oh, here he is now. And then I turned around, and because after they they have a game, they shower, and then they have a suit that they put on. Oh, stop! I don't know if they do it anymore. Stop! Because it was the worst thing ever playing a game, being covered in like bruises, oh. and you just you just like hurt it's like everywhere, a suit and then you have with to get a shirt in a suit and, and a shoes. tie. And he came out with his yeah, bag over his shirt, and I turned, and I was just like. <laughs> Peace. Hello, but it, it was, and I, it, I sort of didn't sort of clock it like I want to be with that person because I was with someone at the time. But I was, he was just a specimen, like mm. six it's foot seven, just mm. burl, burly, just really burly. Like, I was like, I know, yeah. <laughs> okay. and he was clear, and he had these blue eyes, and, just, and I was just like. Wow. It's <laughs> just like I was, like, I was like, oh, and it was just everything was sort of slow. And Slow weird, <laughs> it was, it was, and I remember stopped. going, "What's going on?" And then um, he, he came over to his parents, and I said, "Hi," and he's like, "Hi," 
I was just like, this is just a bit getting weird and awkward. So then I sort of went off, started talking to someone else, and then his mum grabbed me and said, would you mind if I get a photo with you and my son? Oh, my god! I was like, He totally That's asked fine. her to say that. And totally I don't, I don't even remember this meeting. And she had like, I don't. Oh, no, I'm it, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> remember it clear as day. I want to hear your version of it. Anyway. He made his mum ask you. So I nooked in. Fun. I nooked in. Same. And then she took a photo. And she took a photo. And we still have the photo. <gasps> we have the photo. And that's the first time we met. And then I didn't see him. We'll try and find it. Huh? Yeah. I think it was ago? like 2008. Yeah. Was maybe. this when you had two thousand and I didn't have a shaved head at the no, time. No. No. But it was around that time I had a shaved head. Do you remember the shaved head? <laughs> so it's pretty hot with a shaved head. Nah. It was hot with a shaved head. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> you need to see. I'll send you a photo of shaved head, Sean. You'll okay. like it. Okay. Um, Do you see my birthday yeah. posts? One of them had short hair Sean in it. No. Yeah. But that was like a couple of years, two or th- almost three years before we got together. But it was, it was I, rem- I remember it as clear as day. And in hindsight, I don't know if there's, he sort of doesn't believe in all this stuff, but I think in hindsight, the reason why it was so slow and weird was I was spotting like. Your person. My person, the father of my children. But I didn't the think father. that at the time. I just thought it was weird. You were just like mm. and I, a hot it was just being weird. With a cute mum. Yeah, just like, oh, wow, he's tall and amazing. The parents are cute. Okay, this is weird. Let's go. So I have a really um, cute memory of we'd met a couple of times just out and about before he met you. And then the first time I think. You were to get. You've been together at the very early days. Because you met Sean before we met. Yeah. Yes. And before. Yeah. And before we met, maybe. Yeah. And before yeah. you yeah, met. Yeah. Would have been. Yeah. But then I re-saw him again out, and you were there. I think you'd been out to. Some, you guys have been together for a little while now, and you'd been out at something, and then had an after party somewhere, and then I was there. I don't know if I ever told you this, and was like, "Oh my god, hi! It's been so long. I'd like graduated. Lot, like we'd had lots of things that had happened since we had a little catch up, and then he's like." Megan's here. So <laughs> it doesn't sound like the like way I'd do it. Maybe. Yeah. Were, I'm sorry. Oh my God. And I'd heard but that you guys were together in between this time and was like, oh my God, how's Megan? Megan oh my God, Megan Cowell. He's like, yeah, she's like over there. Oh my God, I'm so happy. I really want you to meet her. I really want you to meet her. Not even 1%. He was just like, she's over there. I really want you to meet her. I was like, oh my God, I really want to meet her. But I'm not going to, oh my God. I'm like, and I was freaking out. And then for some reason, it was so crowded. We couldn't get over, like, I couldn't get over to meet where you were sitting. But he was like, the most excited child I've ever seen. He was like, oh my God, that my a friend girl, my friend girl. I was so recall. excited. He's like, I really want you to meet her. She's the best in the world. It but, was so sad. See, the story you're telling and then the way that Sean reacted is it kind of the same way that I react. You have this effect on people because like I don't, I don't have like moments that I remember when people follow me. Like I, I look at like my Instagram, I'm like, oh, cool. This person's followed me. This person's followed me. But when you followed me, I went, holy shit, Megan Kelly. Did you follow me? <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I was like, guys, Megan Kelly just followed me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Khan from MasterChef's mentioned yeah, me. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I told you last night how I was like, I still remember like the first time we saw you because we'd not long finished your MasterChef season. We were like right into it. Yeah. And we were at the races one year and we passed and I was like, oh my God, it's Khan from MasterChef. <laughs> he was walking past looking all cool, like, like didn't even notice us and stuff. And we were a bit like, oh wow. Yeah, because we were like MasterChef fans. <laughs> I know. How cute. Oh, Aren't we all cute? So we're so cute. We're so cute. We're so cute. We're so cute. Fucking fanboying I know. <laughs> I also want to ask, because you were also so famous at the time, like both of you in Australia, 
at the time you met were like at the pinnacle of your industries and it's really hard in a relationship mm. to manage both of you traveling, both of you having profiles. I mean, Instagram was a lot different at the time, but social media was around Yeah, at the start. And now you've kind of gone into a beautiful new chapter as parents and started yeah. Dollywood, which we definitely want to talk about. But at the beginning, how did you manage having two big personalities, profiles, careers pulling Well, I'll ways? preface this by saying that like I was just a middle rung player and, <laughs> at a footy club. Like I was nothing compared to Megzy. I was like, it was that when we first got together and stuff, people were sort of like, why is she with you? You're like, you're <laughs> not you even one of the that? really good players. No. Heaps of it. But she, she never thought I that. She I never thought that. I didn't get that. I never got why you with him. I think what we didn't struggle with how busy we were or mm. our profiles because to us we were just like in a love bubble getting to know each other. Mm. I think what we struggled with was how much criticism we got. It's right. wild. Like, what so is, I don't get it. We People really, mean. I think because there was this perception for one that I'd moved on very quickly from one relationship to another. So there was that. There was the fact that there's like a 12-year age gap. Yeah. And that was heavily, I guess, poked fun at, criticised. I was called a cougar. He was called a toy boy. It really kind of degraded and cheapened. You know, and I think now so much has progressed in terms of people throwing around labels and pigeonholing people and yeah. um, all of that. There's a, it's eased up a bit, but we really copped it and it used to drive me nuts because it started to then take away from our jobs and our careers and people were taking us less seriously. We were kind of a bit of a joke and people were just like, oh, she's just hooking up with this young footballer yeah. for a bit of fun and... He's just hooking up with a model for a bit of fun and this one, well, we knew how serious it was. I, we knew that this was it. Yeah, we, well, we wouldn't have bothered like, putting up it. with all of that yeah. if we didn't think that, that was it the was, case. And I was worried yeah. that he was going to bolt because there was a lot of media attention, especially in, you know, your tabloid gossipy kind of yeah. columns and magazines and websites and stuff and I was just like, he's just, I'm going to be lucky if he sticks around because I'd gotten accustomed to that over the years but this was new for him yeah. but you were very good at giving a heads up as well because with footy there's <sighs> a little bit of attention and stuff but we, we never had just, we never had like um Megan like Gale photographers uh, following us home or like waiting yeah. outside yeah. your house like we'd have photographers or like a news crew waiting outside the footy club to ask you about the game the following night and that that, that was it but Megzy was just like this is going to be full on. I just hope you know. And so she really sort of prepared me for it all. And it was, um, yeah, it was pretty full on. And, mm. you know, some some people and some photographers out there did some pretty horrible, horrible things. But that's just, I guess, the nature of. Yeah, we persisted through it because we thought, well, no, it's, it'll eventually, it'll, Calm it'll down. Die, die down. And it did. And it definitely eased off a lot once. Was it you know, kids? We, yeah. Yeah, okay. They tend to take you seriously when you're yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. actually having yeah. children yeah, together. Like, oh, okay. Particularly it's after the second filthy. one. I think yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, this, okay, this could be a It's not a filthy fling. It's actually they <laughs> kind of like each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you just, we just felt dirty and it was like, Well, no. I guess um, at the beginning of your career, I'm sorry, no, your relationship together, that was probably when tabloids were having those tabloid wars where it was literally mm. like who can get the bigger – 
story, the mm. better photo or the worst photo. Mm. And just, it was, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it was like yeah. back when the late and Hewitt, Beck Hewitt thing was happening as well. Yeah. It was that moment where, whereas nowadays, no one really reads tabloids. It's really mm. about a quick click on Daily Mail and then the next day is a new, a new yeah, story. That was it. There was, yeah. there was, perhaps would take photos, they'd shop them around to all of your different mags yeah. for the highest bidder. And then that's what would happen. And because I, I think, I vaguely remember Twitter and Instagram kind of coming in, mm. but no one was really on it that much. Mm. And so, you know, we didn't feel like we had a voice and a, yep. and, a, and, a, and a platform or a way to kind of control the narrative. Yeah, and not at all. It wasn't nearly what it is now. Mm. So we found that, I guess, quite disempowering as well, sort of not being able to control what was being said about us and just having to write it out, write it out. And, and yeah, it affected, it affected things for us for a while. Yeah, but I think we also knew too that, again, how, how serious that this was and we weren't just going through it for a bit of fun. Mm. It was like she was, she was my person, I was hers, and mm. we just wanted to go from there. Mm. Oh, that's so beautiful. And you've both gone on to embrace parenthood so beautifully. And then obviously, I mean, we spoke in 2019 just before the world totally changed yeah. and you've both come out of it with new businesses new ventures mm. survivor like there's been mm. so much return to the catwalk yeah dollywood like yeah. there's been so many chapters since then and i think that must be really lovely and satisfying to be like hey we're still here guys and we're still thriving yeah. and you know those tabloid like everyone's forgotten about that stuff mm. our yeah. attention span is so short and now you're like one of the most solid couples and families that mm. We all know, which is so beautiful. I know. Yeah. I look at relationships like yours and I'm like. And he's just like. Oh. <laughs> I want that, but also. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> um, so thank you for bringing up Survivor because that's an easy segue. Or, Ooh, or se, 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 Segui. 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 Yeah, nice Segui into yeah. it. A nice little Segui. You went back on Survivor for the second yeah. time this year. Correct. I um I didn't get the pleasure of interviewing you for your exit interview, so I'm just gonna go hard now. Just do a mini exit go, interview. Let's go. Let's let's <laughs> just it. let's just run it all over again. Okay, was it an easy decision to go back? It was pretty easy. I mean, when you've got a family and kids, it's nothing's easy, especially when you're talking about going away for eight weeks. But I think the, the decision to want to play again was really easy. Mm. Mm. They'd asked for uh your season. Yeah. And the the timings <laughs> I know. We just both couldn't go. But then he was going to go with his sister and she couldn't go. Can you imagine? Yeah. We would have had so much fun. Can you imagine? It just didn't, it just didn't work out, but I'd always wanted to play again. Yep. So so when the right opportunity came at the right time, I was I was always going to do it. And, uh, I mean, you you had a shocking time the first time without me going, like kids getting sick and just being yep. on your own and you were going through mindful life business stuff. And mm. so I was really aware of the impact that going away for eight weeks has on not just your immediate family, but like my mum having to come and help out. Mm. Meg's, Meg's mum having to help out mm. as well and mm. stuff for that whole time you're gone. So I was really aware of the impact that it has on people. So that was the that was the only thing. But once we were able to sort that out and come up with a good plan, then I could I could fully commit. Yeah. So this year it was heroes v villains. Do you reckon you played like a hero, or do you reckon you had some villain in you? <laughs> oh, I think you I like some villain in you. Definitely. <laughs> and we spoke about that before you went. I was like, you do everything <laughs> you, you can. Like, you beg, borrow, and steal, go through people's bags. 
flirt with whoever you have to. <laughs> just <laughs> boon everyone. Like, that just worked. No, but like, go. That is actually great gameplay. Because if someone go was, for it, man. If a handsome man was spooning me, I'm not voting him out. I'm like. <laughs> yeah. He's my blanket. Khan's yeah. weaknesses are quite evident. Anyone listening, if he plays again, just like be attractive, be six foot seven and spoon Flirt him. with him. Yeah. Just spoon. Love spoon his cooking. He's fine. Can I just but there is a lot ask? in that. I mean, you know how important the social side mm-hmm. Can I just quickly ask, how long was there in between you coming off the last season and then being re-asked to play? Like how long did you have to think about what you would have done differently? Was it three years? Three years. Uh, it was about three years. It was 2019 was your yeah. first one mm. and then, yeah, 2022. Yeah, it was about three years. So there was, was, there was a lot of time yeah. to sort of think about it, a lot of time to talk about it and, and look at other seasons and stuff. Yeah. And the game just keeps progressing and I think getting better and better in terms of sort of strategy. And when you're in a season with returnees, like I knew that there were going to be I didn't know if it was going to be a, like a full returnee season or if it was going to be like I'd heard that there was definitely some, but then the numbers were like, still like 12 people short. And then we figured out it was, um, you know, half returnees and stuff. So having played before is a huge advantage. So knowing yeah. that we're going out there and there's probably going to be some huge players out there. There were some yeah. rumors floating around before we went about, you know, George and Haley and stuff. And it's like, well, how, how do you best deal with these like incredible players out there? So there was a lot we sort of spoke about. Mm. I, I can't He's so distracted by no. you. No, no, no. no. Like, I'm actually, his eyes are so blurred. <laughs> no, it's actually not so even that. It's so We're both like. <laughs> I literally just put myself in that situation and I was like, I don't even know if I could play just because, as you said, George and Haley, the way that they think strategically mm. is just so different to how I think because obviously, yeah, I'm there to play a game and I would be, but a lot of my life is driven by emotion, right? Mm. And when you're out there, that's probably the thing that's least beneficial to you to yeah. be driven mm. by emotion. Yeah. Mm. And so I they just, leave that at the door. Yeah, literally. They really do. And you but can I, see it. But I feel like you've done you've done that this season because I uh, the first half of your season you were quite like there. Like mm. it was full on. And mm. even like the finding an idol and not telling your mates about finding an idol yep. is very villainous. Yeah. But I enjoyed <laughs> it. And I feel like that's how I sort of went in playing last time. I got a bit more of a, a hero edit, but I was I was certainly like happy to lie to people, happy mm. to sort of tell people one thing and do another because oh, yeah. it's a game and you've got to look at it like that. Mm. But this time I really wanted to lean into it and um, said, you know, I'm on the heroes tribe, but it doesn't mean that I have to I have to play like one. It's just sort of um, it's just what tribe I've been selected on, and if anything, it's going to work because people might not expect that sort of stuff off me, and I don't think they did. For a long time, like uh, I really don't think like Sam and Dave considered that I'd had the idol yeah. and that, that I'd hid it from them because yeah. of probably being on the Heroes Tribe and the edit I got last time. They're sort of, but it was you know a no-brainer to me. Like when we got that clue, I was like, I have to find this on my own. Yeah, and not tell anybody mm. about it. Um, but I had fun. I, I had a lot of fun like playing even more that way. Did you find that um, because you were coming to a season with returnees and also newbies, were you kind of like disregarding the newbies? Like how did you feel about actually going in and knowing that that will be the dynamic? Like was it easier? Was it harder? I don't think you can disregard any player. You do so at your detriment and stuff. Like you can look at some of the newbies and stuff and like Ben Law is a perfect example. Like he, he knows the game really well. So he came in knowing about, you know, everything, knowing about strategy and the social side and and um, hidden idols and stuff like that. But then you had players on the other end of the spectrum like um, Shani Vincent yeah. who had never seen an episode of her life and was just sort of <laughs> back in Australia, had the opportunity and was like, yeah, just like saying yes to stuff, so I'll do it. And she didn't know about the game and stuff and you know in hindsight she's probably somebody that i wish i worked more with 
Because I feel like that's something that George did really well in, mm. like, you know, grabbing Jerry and Matt along for the ride yeah. and stuff like that. And he's got two guys. Like Matt sort of knew the game. Jerry didn't really. But he's used the people like that to his advantage really well. And he sort of said, you don't know the game, but I'll teach you the game. Mm. And he's taught mm. them the way he wants to teach them. Yeah, of course. He mm. would be telling them, you know, loyalty is the most important thing in this game. You've yep. got to go forward with a tight group. And then they're yep. sort of learning from him as they go playing the game that he wants them to play. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so their it, game is his game. Yeah, but you can't uh, – every person out there is as valuable as the next person. And we, we were actually afraid because when we went out there, we had five returnees and they had that, seven yeah. newbies and we all got together as returnees and they're like, they could easily just – Go, let's go mm. newbies versus returnees and see you later. But, mm. but we didn't see that at all because I think this season, besides from – who got medivaced out? Jackie. 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 Besides from Jackie leaving, it was basically newbie, 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 newbie all the way until Geordie got kicked off. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it felt like the returnees really kind of had control of that game. But <laughs> Dominated. I think, but I feel like that might also just be because they knew how to play, so they played yep. better. It wasn't really like mm. – I don't think it was a conscious decision on your on your end to get rid of newbies. I think yeah, it was it, more – It wasn't. Well, it didn't we, we seem didn't like say, anyone was like, let's get them out because they knew it was more no. because – we, we never had that com- conversation. Oh. I think at, at the start we thought like there's seven of them, there's five of us, like that's a bit of trouble. But then, you know, after like Rogue went and it sort of <laughs> – let's not even, let's not even talk <laughs> We're not touching Rogue. We're Do not even touch Rogue. Rogue. But um, it, it, it honestly didn't factor into our thinking at all. I think it was just seriously by chance. Actually, yeah. uh, we will touch it on Rogue just for one moment. Nothing about Rogue in general, but it was just – I think it was really lucky for I think Hayley and yourself because I think you two would have been really major targets on the Heroes Tribe, but then you had someone – that was, it was just worse. the target. It yeah. was like it was like it was not a threat or anything like that. It was just <laughs> a wonderful distraction. It, yeah. was, it was a no-brainer. I think yeah. particularly for Haley, I think she was really in trouble. Yeah. If there was no rogue, I went in there wanting to keep Haley safe for a bit anyway. Great shield. Great shield. Who ended up getting me out? So mm. <laughs> you take that shield too far, mm-hmm. and it'll. But that's that's the risk you run, right? Mm. But um, I didn't feel at risk early at all. Mm-hmm. But I certainly felt that that Haley was, but that mm. she was somebody that you know myself and and Flick wanted to use going forward. Because what, what you've got on your side is that when you're playing Survivor at the beginning, no one wants to get rid of the big boys yeah. because you want mm. to win the team challenges. Mm. You, you want, want them to, to spoon like, you at night when you're yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but like honestly, it, honestly fixing the shelter. Yeah, <laughs> Harry <laughs> shit. Like, but it's not that. <laughs> it's literally the challenges. Like yeah. it's like being strong, like physically, is so important at the beginning of the game just because you don't want to go to tribals so having like someone that's six foot seven and built like an absolute ox is really beneficial <laughs> i i think though looking looking back and i've spoken to some others about this both my seasons now like we my first season we went into swap mm. and we'd been to one tribal council yeah and then this season we'd been to We've been to maybe two or three, but we'd only lost sort of two two people going yeah. to swap and stuff like that. Because Jerry went over. And I think it actually works as a bit of a detriment yes, to you. I actually agree because I feel as though with Survivor, when you play from the bottom, mm. it it's an actual easier game. It sounds stupid because like you're at the bottom, but then it's like well, when you're at the bottom, no one sees you as a threat. Yeah. So if you're going to, into a merge or a swap, knowing that you're the tribe with less players that are losing, people don't really see you as threats. Mm. But then when you're like the winning tribe, yep. you get pushed into this limelight a little bit more. Yeah. And we, and we never got to test out our relationships. Like you have conversation after conversation. You think that person's with you and you think you're with them and stuff, but we never 
really got to test it. Rogue mm. was the first vote out. Mm. That was unanimous. Yeah. Like a, a no-brainer. Then the next one was a twist. Yeah. And, and we got told that the person would be going <laughs> over to the villains. So that's not a proper tribal council either. Yeah. And then the, the next one was probably our first proper tribal council. So we really only went to one proper tribal yeah. council that wasn't a foregone conclusion. Well, that's, uh, when you're talking about the jury being sent over to the other tribe, you were trying really like in a really smart way of sending him over. It was like, yeah, we're going to have to send someone over that we think can come back. When Sam did the complete opposite and was like, we're going to send someone that we can like lose. We don't and care like, if we lose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why would you say that? In a game that I is remember you social. actually being so upset about that. You were like, because it happened last night. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. But that's just Samuel. I mean, he's nothing if he's not just like honest and upfront. That's yeah. just how he is. And I think he forgets about the game sometimes. But exactly right. You got to tread around those situations carefully, especially with somebody like Jerry, who all he all he says that he values is is loyalty and just yeah. that friendship and trust. So I want to touch on something that got a lot of attention from the fans, and it's your idol and the use of the idol. Mm. Um, you and Nina both used an idol, and the fans think that it was for no reason, mm. but there's always a reason why you use idols. There's like, because you don't get to see the entire picture. You don't get to see where the votes are going. So it doesn't make sense when people say, oh, that was a dumb idea. Also, like, viewers are privy to... Everything. All the conversation. Yeah. yeah and, well, and, and when we're playing, we're not. not. So, yeah, yeah. So can you explain yeah. what was going through your head during that moment? Yeah, exactly. Like I've, I've sort of spoken about this. I did a post about it and stuff like that. I completely defend my idol play mm. because, I mean... Not only for the sort of reasons game-wise, I'll say, but like I'd left my family for eight weeks. Yeah, of course. If I play that idol for, for Sam and I go home, yeah, um, I have to sort of call Megzi yeah, up in the car not afterwards. Coming and I'll be home. like, don't I'm, bother. What are you doing? And she'd be locked. like, what, what do you mean? You played your idol for somebody else. Um, by the time that wasn't the plan. And don't get me wrong, I would play my idol for somebody else, yeah, but the information would have to be yeah. so solid. And what we'd got and what they didn't show is Simon who we were working with on this boat and he was voting George with us. He was told, and you, and you see it on the footage, he gets told by George, fake votes. And those votes are that Nina's getting four votes and I'm getting three votes. And we were like, okay, no worries. Well, you know, we, we had one idol at the time, Nina ended up finding another as well. Mm. And, and we sort of ummed and out and we are like, well, do we just play the one? Do we just play mm -hmm. one for Nina? Mm -hmm. And then hopefully that's it. And we decided to play the two because we thought that there was a chance that they might have thought Simon was working with us. Yeah. And we thought that they might have told him the wrong split. Yeah. So instead of being four Nina and three Sean, it mm. might have been four Sean, three, three Nina. Nina. So I was like, let's just let's just play both our idols yeah. just to be safe. We're both here tomorrow. We weren't privy to, I mean, again, on TV, you see Haley's conversation where she's like, you know, in an IV and she's telling the truth and she's like, I'm ready to shake this game up. I just want to do it subtly and discreetly though. Like, again, we're not privy to that. All it was was a two minute conversation with Nina that was really rushed where she says, if you've got an idol, you should play it for Sam tonight. And like she'd a days earlier flipped on us. Right. And mm. we had no reason to trust her. And we spoke at length, like, do we trust Haley? Sam was actually the one championing it going, I haven't trusted her from day one. I don't want to trust her. I feel comfortable. Would you guys you play guys your idol play for your yourself? Idols. Yeah, well, yeah. But, well, because obviously Haley and Nina a couple of days earlier had put those votes on Sam or was it a little bit earlier? It was a little bit earlier. Yeah, and mm. I feel like that was the catalyst for Sam no longer 
really having that relationship Absolutely. with yeah. Haley. Yeah, so it was like, rocky from the start because he yeah. wanted to get her out early, mm. and then me and Flick said, "Look, it's just not the right time." But he wanted he wanted her gone from like the rogue vote. Yeah, he really didn't sort of trust her from the start, and then that that deteriorated after they put the Sam votes on when we were still at the sort of new villains. So we really had no reason to trust her, and on top of that, Simon had told us that the votes were going on me and Nina, mm-hmm. and he told us as late as tribal council yeah he came up with this and this is why i think they didn't show it because in typical simon style he's tried to overcomplicate things Uh. and he said i'm not going to tell you who the votes are going just in case they see us but i'm going to do numbers so he came up with this whole number system so he was looking at us at tribal he was going like this to us like at tribal council (laughs) trying to like say like nina was number one and she was getting four votes I was number three and I was getting three votes. It's how he did it. And I was like, okay. I can't even understand just, what's going you on. Know, I just, his I just, own coke. Simon would just be so hard to play I, with. Simon would be hard to play with because I think um, <laughs> his, like, his soul is there and his intentions are good. But I think that he just doesn't, I don't know, he doesn't get it. No. <laughs> like, he just tries really, really hard and it just doesn't does. work out for him. But he plays game within games. I mean, he was trying to steal stuff from production and like trying to sort of <laughs> see how much he could snaffle in his bag. And it was like, this was before, like, he was trying to steal stuff from production before that tribal council, which yeah. was a pretty big tribal council. Like, we were going to play steal idols. Stuff? And he was just trying to nick everything and what? <laughs> just for funsies. Well, production would actually have snacks bored. and yeah. stuff. Like, they, they wouldn't have the food and stuff. Like, because they have to oh, eat. He right. Just so it's just on set. Oh. He wasn't interested, oh. but he just wanted little souvenirs. Right, like anything okay. he could get his hand on. Because he's a super fan. I well. try to steal food from the medical tent. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like, it didn't work. Like, like biscuits, no, yeah, because they actually have like a box full of like biscuits and stuff for the staff that are right. working there. And so I was like waiting for all the doctors and the nurses to be gone, and I would try and sneak up to the medical tent, and I always got caught. And I was like, oh, I'm just looking for the nurse because my feet hurt. <laughs> But I was just trying to get figures. You do. You try, to, you try to get away with whatever you can That's out there, so though. And, and you need to because, I mean, you're starving and any little thing you can find and keep as well. But mm-hmm. So that's that's how it went down. So we we were told and we believed that the votes were either going to go on me mm. and Nina. So that's why we played it the way it is. And the first first time Sam even spoke about us playing the idol for him was as I was about to play it. Yeah, and that's really weird. Which would be sus, right? Yeah, like, I'd sus. be so sus on that. I'd be like... Why is he saying that now? Well, yeah. because Simon did the same thing to Liz and was like, are you sure you want to play it for blah, blah, blah? And Liz was like, <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. So given, uh, and I said this, I said, given the information we had again, I would play that idol for myself every day of the week. Sure. Had we had more solid information, I would happily play it for somebody else, but it would have to be better than what we had. Was there mm. um, any moment in the game that, that you're looking back on now or any relationships that you didn't form that you wish you had? Like, were there any conversations that you kind of wish you put more time into? Yeah, Haley. I think. Like, we were close from the start of the game. Like, mm. we were talking a lot and we were strategizing a lot. She's got a really good brain for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's a player that I sort of really respect. And I wanted her around because she was a shield. 100. And I think my biggest mistake with her is, you know, when I was talking about, you know, going forward with her and that it's beneficial because, you know, you've won and you, nobody's got a bigger target than you out here and that's really good for my game. Mm. I feel like you can sort of keep me safe. I sort of pushed that to her too much instead of, and you I think you're really great and you're a great game player and I think we'll work really well going forward together. Yeah, like because you're also a target. Like if you played on that more, maybe she would have like because I, I, I think I spoke to her about this and why she chose to keep Simon over you. And it was kind of like what I think her train of thought was Simon was someone that she could see herself working with and like knowing that everyone else wanted to get rid of him. So he was kind of a shield for her. Mm. So and I feel as though if you made yourself more of a shield 
for her as well, mm. then that might have worked out different. Because it was it was that vote, right? It was like, I think she got rid of you to keep Simon. Mm. She did. Yeah. yeah. That's how it went down. If my relationship management with her was was better. Mm. And look, I, I really like my game. I think I played a really great game. There okay. was obviously the idle misplay. But- that wasn't my biggest mistake. My biggest mistake was relationship management, yeah. in particular with with Haley, because I felt like everybody else I was really good with. Yeah, like I had some good chats with Liz not long before I left, and she was really keen to work with me. George, George wanted to work yeah. with me. Mm. Nina was comfortable. Like I, I felt comfortable with everybody, but from when Haley flipped at merge, like I, I, I got a bit salty, mm. and I think I let that saltiness. Ruin our relationship yeah, a yeah. little bit. And look, she I could have maybe garnered the best relationship with her possible and she still might have chosen yeah, yeah, Simon yeah. and that's okay. But at least I could go, well, you know, I did everything. Well, we were well, watching the season. I'm like, even her choosing Simon ended up being a mistake on her in any way, just because mm. he was just so unpredictable with what he was, <laughs> what, what he would say. Um, which well, is also because George wanted to keep him over Simon. Yeah. So yeah, that ended up biting her a bit, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Can I ask an outsider's question just quickly on off the back of what you you said about you're really happy with the game you played and you came away feeling like proud of what you did mm. and not having too many regrets about the way you played. My big thing is watching from the outside is always, oh, my God, but if people know it's a game, then they're judging you on your game. But if people think that's who you are all the time or they mm. don't know Survivor or they don't have as many friends who have gone, yeah, I chose to be that person but that's mm. not who I am in real life. Mm. And then for you watching at home being like, that's not how my baby daddy is all the time. He's a nice guy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how do you guys deal with the perception of the decisions you're making and be like the nation is watching me and thinking I'm this person and I make these yeah. decisions and I'm happy to lie but like they're not your values in real life all the time. Do you get frustrated going, oh, my God, you look like that? Like if Nick did it, yeah. I'd be like everyone will think he's a dick. Everyone will <laughs> hate him. They'll be like, why are you with him? He would play like such an asshole. He'd be so competitive. And I'd be like, he's not like that in real life. Like I'd hate to watch it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a valid question. That's what I don't know. But you can't think about that when you're out no, there. Yeah, You've just got to – and look, certain players, you know, George, Dave, Janae, like they'll play sort of ramped up versions of themselves and they'll yeah. have a little bit of fun with it. I wanted to have a little bit more fun with it as well. Like if, if I had two clubs Close mates of mine and I sort of found something like I'd never keep it secret mm. like they, they'd yeah. be the first to know no. like I'd never do that sort of stuff never sort of lie behind people's backs like that and stuff but you just have to take it for a game it's yeah. just, it's, just so, very, it's so much fun when you're out there and there's yeah. a lot of things that about it that aren't fun but when you're actually playing the game where it's the challenge is like it's a lot of you're fun all in. Yeah. yeah it's just like you're playing a game of Monopoly or like Boulder Dash and it lines, <laughs> yeah, lines within the rules <laughs> yeah and you just you just you just you do cringe, it cringe though Megan? no I get really frustrated with people who can't separate the game from real life yeah. it's like it's a reality show it is a game yeah you're there such are a rules. pseudo player i feel like you're like a de Man. facto member of the family but where, <laughs> she is a bit. Yeah, you know all the strategy and everything but yeah i but i just play it I, down I, play it down just because you might play so play it down no i'm the first on one to say i'm awesome playing from the couch i don't think i'd be that great out there it's a ve they're <laughs> very job. different they're <laughs> very <laughs> different they're very different yeah. they're very different but i do i get frustrated when i watch plays and i can't believe that person's lied to me it's like what do you think this is this, i thought we were friends it's like no it's, <laughs> it's a, a game, game. Mm -hmm. yeah. friends later yeah Half and a you don't dollars. it's not even the money it's just you're out there for the whole purpose of being sole survivor and if you have to choose but i mean i don't think you should pe there's people that are just compulsive liars out there you shouldn't like you should <laughs> I do remember you saying to someone though, 
them coming up to you going, we should totally play together. And you're like, yeah, yeah. And then again, you went to your IV and you're like, I'm not playing with them. <laughs> and I was like, I yeah. No, it's, I, think, I, think, I think if you have to lie to get yourself further, then you should. Yeah. You shouldn't lie for no reason. Yeah. But when people get all wounded that someone's lied to them, it's like, well, what are their choices to lie or put themselves at risk to save you so you go further in the game or to keep themselves in the game? Mm. And I totally pick myself every time. And I don't think if, if people want to think that that's selfish or they can't separate it, that's their stuff. But I think you should you should really be able to separate the but two. Most people, I don't most get it when people though. don't. Particularly the returnees, like everybody realised that that part of the game oh, they do. and everybody was comfortable with it. A couple of the newbies really sort of struggled with that part of the game mm. and the loyalty and the lies and stuff like that. And you could sort of see, it, you know, shinies and stuff like that. And, don't you love me? But all the returnees are really good. Yeah. Maybe sort of Sam a little bit because of how he played first time and he hasn't really kept up with the evolution of the show. He yep. hasn't watched any other seasons and stuff. And mm. I think he was a bit like taken back out there and he was like, oh, I didn't realise like the level of gameplay now mm. and stuff like that it's changed a lot but everybody who's a returnee they were well aware of that anytime you were lied to whatever you can't you can't take it personally like even with sort of Haley flipping on me we'd work close that whole time i'm sort of like i was more salty because she didn't not because she lied to me but not be, because she didn't say i'm definitely flipping you should come mm. do you know what i mean right, but, you, yeah. but you can't like i'd never sort of hold anything personally about in anybody lying to me out yeah, there in real yeah. life. Mm, no way yeah. no way mm. yeah but you got quite protective when like the, the the public were like what the fuck is this idol thing i do yeah i get i pipe up i can't help it I and i'll say to him like i want to post this can i post this <laughs> yeah. he's like yeah go for it yeah i do because i especially when they sort of people start saying that he's he made a bad move mm. um, and not that all of his moves and decisions were great, but that wasn't a bad move because yeah. mm. anyone, and these are all people who are weighing in on the game, but one of the most basic rules of the game is if you are ever in doubt and you have an idol and you think that you might be going home, you have to play it for yeah. yourself. It's just 101. <laughs> Right? I, I spoke to Mark most of the what? time, but sometimes you just want a little you, accessory. You don't think that you're at risk. <laughs> you sometimes don't you don't idol. think that. You're, but if you do think you're at risk, you should which it. he did, yeah. and just to remind people, like there's all this other stuff that you guys are seeing that he didn't see mm. and Nina didn't see, and I ended up I got a little bit salty at Sam, but we're still friends. But I said to Sam because Sam was kind of like, yeah, he should have played it for me. I can't believe he didn't play it for me, and he wasn't sort of sort of standing by what happened and what they all agreed on as a team. So, yeah, I piped up a bit, but, you know. <laughs> you, do, you do that for people, don't you? Absolutely. For your people. But oh, I'm I, fiercely I spoke to loyal. Mark, I spoke to Mark Leo. Wales before I came Leo. out as well and he was like, one of the things he said that stuck with me, he was like, yeah, you've got an idol, just always remember you want to make the move of least regret. Mm. And in that time yes. for me, like I'd seen, I'd already sent Geordie home with an idol in his pocket. Mm. And I was like, I'm not going home with this in my pocket or mm. playing it wrong for somebody else. And I did play it wrong, but I was there for another two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it really like, I was okay with that. Mm. 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 It got you further. Yeah. Mm. Would you go again? For a while, I need some time off. If I if I ever did, I think that, it's a question for both of us. That, that is a joint decision because he can't go. And this isn't this I isn't commit. saying like I'd be asked for it at all. But if there was ever You're like an funny. international You've version, from I'm not doing it again to not for a while. If, if there was ever an international version, I'd, I'd find that really hard to turn down. Like if it was if it was like Australia versus the US. 
Again, not saying yes, I'd be asked for it, I, but if there was, that would be hard to say no to. Manifestation. Especially if Jeff Probst was in as well. I'd be like, well, I have to do this now. I have to do it. It's Jeff. It's Jeff. I guess you just have a conversation. Yeah, but it, 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 it absolutely, it would have to be yeah. really special or like not a just long random. time in the future. Not what random. if it's just, what if it's guaranteed that it would just be me and you on one tribe versing <laughs> 22 people? That's an automatic yes. <laughs> I actually think. Okay. You do really okay, there we go. Do. I'm, I'm just going to say this and it might sound really stupid, but I feel like if we were both on the same tribe against 22 when we go to group challenges, I actually think we would win every, every challenge. Between yeah. <laughs> the two of you, you've yeah. got all the challenges. Because yeah. yeah. they, they can only sub in two at a time, right? Yeah. And I just don't see us losing. I think we do all right. I think we do all right. Let's do it. We'll, we'll talk, we'll talk we'll to them all. that season. I know. Like, is anyone from Challenge Champions? Oh, I feel Sean like that versus would go the really rest. Well. <laughs> the rest. Love it. Just quickly before we move on to dessert, because I'm aware we've taken a lot of your very precious time. Mm. You guys are so busy with so many different things and have, you know, uh, created a new business together. You have Dollywood. You've just taken on a new role at the AFLW. Can you catch us all up quickly on what you guys have done since Survivor, what you're doing now? What are the big projects, what you're excited about? Well, <sighs> per personally for me. Other than Survivor number three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't show versus the world. Yeah. Um, Good season, <laughs> hey? Wouldn't it be great? Yeah, we'll make, it, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. But um Personally, for me, through COVID, so I finished footy in 2018 and I was, I never, my whole playing career, I never wanted to coach. I never thought about coaching. Finished up footy and, you know, was sad to be away from the football environment. It was just like, okay, I'm happy to move on to other things, the restaurant and, and whatnot. But, um, I started sort of getting an itch for footy back. And then just through COVID by chance, the head of women's footy at, at Carlton sort of got in contact with me and was like, I think you'd be, really good to help out because my, my background was coming from different sports. So I grew up sort of athletics, swimming, a little bit of soccer and stuff. And because of the state of women's football, that's the way it was as well. It was like, you've got a lot of these female athletes that have come from other sports. Some of them have been playing since they were children, but a lot of them have come from other sports. Then he was like, I think you'd be really good helping us develop these footballers because mm. you come from a similar thing. Got into it, adored it, had two seasons with Carlton and I've just moved to Richmond, which is funny because that's how my playing career went as well. I started at Carlton yeah, and I, I know, sort of I went, like, to, went to Richmond, which was yeah. a really sort of tough decision because when I'm all in on something, I get really invested and I was invested in a lot of those players yeah. on a personal level and stuff. And that that was the hardest thing about sort of moving away was my sort of connection and relationship to these, these players that I mm. genuinely care for. I want to see them do the best they can and to sort of leave that behind. And there, and there were a couple of reasons sort of why I had to go and I sort of really couldn't let this opportunity pass by. So it's sort of, you know, it's a bit of like a promotion too. So I'll be running the midfield for the Richmond AFLW team and stuff like that, doing my level three coaching course three AFL oh, this year. Amazing. Cause I, I've, I've decided sort of it's where I want to be and I'm yep. really happy doing, Very that, good at doing it. Mm. So it's, it's what I want to do going forward, I think. And the AFLW is coming in leaps and bounds, like women's sport generally, mm. but particularly women's football. I feel in the last like five years yeah. has just started to re – Yeah, mm. which is so exciting because the mm. female footballers are insanely good. Yeah. And it's just going to get are. better. And yeah. But it, but that's going to come with, I guess, Fabulous. them going full-time mm. and, yeah. and with money. Like the money's, you know, better this year than last season and next season it will be even better and that's going to draw in more talent and more um, athletes from other sports that want to give footy a go and stuff like that. And I felt sort of so drawn to women's football as well because we've got a tough little girl in Rosie – who is, you know, she's soft and gentle and loves princess dresses, but she's hard as nails as yeah, well. Yeah, she's a Leo as well. She, 
No, 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 no. <laughs> she's Libran, but she's um, yeah, she's tough. Balanced. She's tough. Yeah, she's so balanced. She yeah, started school tough. this year, right? Prep. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. So they're both at the same school. school. It's very Are they at the cute. Same school. Too? Yeah. It's adorable. It's very cute. River checks on her at lunchtime. Make sure she's. Oh. <laughs> I know it's adorable. With um, with Rosie, is there a preference as like if, if she grew up and wanted to be a model like yourself or like played professional sports? Like, was there? It's we're, we're very big on not encouraging our kids to do what we chose to do sure we want them to find their own way and their yeah. own their own things and we will support them in trying out so much she expressed a bit of interest in trying out Auskick, yeah. she did last year and she said she wants to do it again she's yeah. thinking about basketball because she's seen her brother do it even just recently river's like i, I want to try skateboarding i want to skateboard so he's you know used his voucher he got for christmas mm. he bought himself oh, a skateboard a skateboard that you fell off of that same skateboard that very same skateboard oh my god that was was a bad fall mate i'm telling you right now i was i was like filming and it was was awesome i was like she's still right here and then all of a sudden rosie sort of started getting in her way and she didn't want to take her out and bang and there was just this i was like oh she's broken i was like no it was yeah. bad, but we've never pushed him into filming. anything. We never put like no. Rivers barely ever touched a football. He's just got no oh, interest, wow. and I'd never, no. never push him into it. The no. only thing we said to him was like, "You've got to play a team sport." Because yeah. I, I think that. that that is important. I said, "I don't care if it's you're on the debating team or you're on the hockey team or he's, he's chosen basketball and stuff." I said, "You just need to you need to learn to work in a team from a young age." Yeah, yeah I love that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And they're surfing. You took them surfing last weekend. Yeah, Flick, Flick. Was Flick. So cute. Flick was like, "I want to take him surfing. Let's go." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and so because he'd been skateboarding a little bit, he was like, yes, and he loves, he's obsessed with Flick. So, he still um, doesn't get the gravity of it though. I was like, yeah. it's it's like she's she's one of, if not the best female big wave surfer in the world. Yeah. And he's I was like, like oh, you're learning to Flick. surf. I, I said, so it's like learning basketball from LeBron James, like yeah. your first time. And he was yeah. a bit like, he loved it and stuff like that. And he loves Flick, but I still don't think he gets just he'll how get special older it was. And he'll be like, oh my God. That yeah, cool. when he yeah. realizes, oh my god, my parents are Megan Gale and Sean Hampson. Like, do they know that? Um, they we've kind of oh, kind they probably of, just think your mum and dad a little bit. They do. They don't really. They're not overly impressed <laughs> by us. Um, <laughs> yeah, borderline, nice if they were embarrassed. A little bit embarrassed. Yeah. I think once um, Riv. We'd, we'd never really sort of talked about us having public profiles and I think River was in prep. I think mm, he was still in prep. prep. Mm. And there was a kid who I'd imagine because he was so young, his parents or someone had told him about us and his his classmates' parents. And River was in class and they were doing art and then someone said, River's parents are really famous and his dad's a football player and his mum's a model and he he was like, what are you saying? Stop it, stop it. It oh. just put all this attention on him and freaked him oh, out. I didn't like it. Yeah, and then like everyone, because st- prior to that, no one had, they were, we were just like River's mum and dad up at the school. And then so, um, yeah, it freaked him out a bit and and then he got really self-conscious about it. So, yeah, we, we sort of just always say to our kids, look, you know, your mum and dad is mum and dad. We don't we sort of, we're not, don't do it. We're no different to any other mum and dad. And yeah, so well, we try drop and off and pick off in daggy yeah. clothes. Like, oh, you know, yeah. we just sort of. Little do they know. But we sort of <laughs> normalize, yeah, that what we yeah. do is just a job. It's it's nothing any more important or special yeah. than anyone else. In fact, it's quite that. 
quite ordinary. Quite, really? Talk, yeah. Talking about unimportant. <laughs> talk about jobs. You've taken on the new role with uh, WA Tourism. Tourism WA, yes, mm. which is great because it's my home state. Perth girl. So I know. Mm. So that was, and t- uh, it was like a little bit of a secret. I'd love to do work with Tourism WA, like when I had sort of my wish list of clients. Yes. Yeah. So it was great that they finally yeah. wanted to do something with me with the whilst I'm near like yeah, semi-retirement. <laughs> um, but it was better late than never. So, yeah, that that's just super exciting. So we've got a little trip planned a little bit later in the year. Family trip? So, or? yeah, we'll take the kids and it's it's like a dream gig. I mean, we get to go and explore parts of the country that we've never been to although Broome I have been to we're going to go to Broome at some point they've never been um we're going to go up near Kununurra and do a drive through near oh my god Bungle Bungles and where are we staying El Cuestro um Emma Emma Gorge we're going to do all these cruises and bush tours and hikes and all this and the kids have never sort of seen like full outback mm. Aussie and oh well, neither God. of you really. Yeah, I have no. a little bit, you haven't and neither of the kids. So it's going to be How it's going to be pretty special. Amazing thing to do as a family but a great thing to do, you know, with a client and to help mm. promote WA because it's just, it's sensational. And we were recently over there, we went down to Margaret River. Oh, my God, Mark. Um, I know. So good. So, yeah. yeah, it's been, I mean, any excuse for me to get back home, especially after COVID where WA was just kind of locked off from mm. the rest of the mm. country and the world. Yeah. It's so good to to be able to just sort of get back home again, whether it's for work or pleasure. So I couldn't have come at a better time. WA is extraordinary. Just yeah. The beaches yeah, are yeah, stunning. One of my friends, oh, so many of my friends actually, I mean, you know, Mark, everyone mm. who's from the West, mm. they're like, they go to St Kilda Beach and they're like, this is a sewer. And I've always been like, calm yes. down, okay? <laughs> it's not that bad. And then you go to City Beach and you're yeah, like, no, it is a sewer. It's, yeah. Our beach is a sewer. Like, yeah, it, it is. so pristine <laughs> and it's beautiful. Like, compared to the turquoise waters yeah. over there, yeah, WA's it's pretty amazing. Special. Well, mm. well, if you find yourself needing to go to Broome, I'm, I'm there beginning of September. Uh, for Shinju Matsuri, so they've got a food festival there, and I'm the chef for it. So hey. he's cooking we'll, we'll, look, we'll look out for the invites in the mail. That would be lot, fun. Lunch on the beach. What? Um, yeah, there's like 400 people or something. And, what? And it'll be all seafood. I'm going to cook on coals. It's going to be a vibe. Megan will probably be the face of the festival. Yeah, right? maybe. Maybe. Can you sort that out? Can you sort that out? Well, I think our trips before then, but while I'm there, <laughs> yeah. I'll just do a little bit of yeah. moving and shaking yeah. and go, I can be the hostess. We love food. Oh, I love cool. it. And quickly tell us about Dollywood. Dollywood. So Dollywood is our beautiful little holiday home in Dalesford in Victoria. Yeah. And we got that in 2020. So mm. it's a it's beautiful little it's gorgeous. Yes, yeah, beautiful little can't stay there. I you know. need to go. With Nina, wasn't it? When yeah. she you need yeah. to go. Yeah, you guys need yeah, to go. We will. And yeah, so we, it, it was a house that we used to stay at with the family. And Dalesford's always been a bit of a special place, like even before we had kids. So that was our little yeah, sort of mid year getaway in winter yeah, and we'd we go. We used to get oh, like, get uh, yeah, split, split around. Round. We used to get sort of four or five days off. So we used just to take off the, like, the, as uh, a couple. And then we started taking River and then we yep. started taking Rosie and then we took our mums. And so, and we would stay in Dollywood. And then I think it was towards the back end of 2020. It was just, it'd been a rubbish year, like for everyone. Mm-hmm. And the owners contacted us saying, We know you're looking for a place in Dalesford because we were. They said, We're selling Dollywood. Are you interested oh my gosh. in buying it? And I was like, I think. 
think we might be. Mm. <laughs> so you went from customers to buying it. Yeah. We were, yeah. And <gasps> the good thing was was that they they ideally wanted to sell it to someone who loved the place and yeah. wanted to carry on because they'd create it. It's a really unique, yeah. kitsch kind of cute little quirky retro style place and they wanted someone that was going to ideally that. continue it on, which we, we wanted to do as well. So um, and that was the kind of thing we were looking for and the kind of business model we were looking for. And it's so great to have this place that we have loved for such a long time that we get to enjoy, we get to share it with our friends and we get to open the doors to everyone how do you, else. How do you so, book? How do you book? Mm. So there is a company called Dayget yep. and they are on the ground in Dalesford. They manage all the top properties in in town and nearby and so we run it through them mm. and they take care of the bookings and they're on the ground when people need anything so mm. put the link in the show then, notes uh, yeah. yes. after i book my date then i will put <laughs> it in the then, show notes. yes yes sarah please put the link in the show notes because yes. i do not know how to do that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're gonna do a few little just cosmetic touch-ups on that next month during, yeah 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 um and sort of just spruce it up a little bit as well as our own renovations which we're going through which yeah, has oh been God. fun i love that you guys are still Hopefully. talking i know no no no. it's totally fine but it's been good it's fine we're fine because you've got a restaurant as well i'm like i feel like you judge yeah, a million things oh my god the food there is so good if you go to ascot food and wine please Please, please, like the um. You posted something with a bone, like you had a bone. Well, <laughs> that was the New York strip. He was, yeah. he was like skidding it. Like people always just eat the meat, and I was like, the bone is where the most flavor is, and I just wait until like everyone's eating. I'm like, does anyone want the bone? No, cool. Like, <laughs> Straight like, the best flavor on it. And the Viennetta. The Viennetta was phenomenal, and like because you you have an idea of what Viennetta tastes like, but when you go to the supermarket and buy it, it doesn't taste like that. It, it literally, it just tastes like foam now. Um, but that <laughs> it literally does. Um, but the Viennetta you had just had. A lot of flavor and the texture, and there was the snap in the chocolate, which I loved. Mm. And it's creamy, but because it's kind of like a semi-freddo, it's a there's a little bit of iciness to it as well, which is actually quite refreshing when in a in a dessert that's so creamy. I just loved it. Yeah, I can't I can't <laughs> take any of the credit for my for the food. That's my business partner Dave, who's a phenomenal chef. But um, yeah, it was good, and that's the best thing about having a restaurant is having your mates in and getting to enjoy it with them. And that's the f- last night when we went out to dinner. That was the first time I'd ever sat down and actually had a meal there oh my god yeah <gasps> since we opened as a restaurant back in what 2021 that's not it is is it first time i've sat you, you guys have been in and stuff but i've sort of yeah, been you've been, been up there. and doing stuff shaking and cocktails and doing some cocktails oh, yeah, asked you to get him to shake a cocktail did he do it i didn't ask because no, i was, cause you had stern I was cocktails. dying oh okay. so I was, it's always like <laughs> at the beginning of the, that dinner i was just literally like sitting there like not talking i was like yeah cool thanks all right cool Anyway, you guys are very busy and so we have to move on to desserts very quickly just because you do have to pick up the kids. Yes, yes. we do. I don't know. We have like is. three and a half minutes yeah. to quickly throw you some <laughs> quick fire. Okay, let's quick, go. Quick, quick yeah. fire. Okay. Yeah. So dessert is quick fire questions. I'm just going to shoot some. Megan, will you ever play? Play what? Survivor. I don't know. No, it's, it's, is it yes or no? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't that's know. better than a no, though. I think that's not a yeah. no. That's it's not, not a, a no. yes. It's that's not a no. Solid. It's a yeah. maybe. Yeah. I want maybe. We can to do. We can do maybe. Okay. If, maybe. If, would you play if we were guaranteed to be on a season together? It's the. It's more likely. Yes. <laughs> more likely if I've got a buddy. Absolutely. Have you got a quick? Yeah. Who wears the pants in the relationship? 
Who wears the pants? Mm. I mean, I you're wearing pants right share now, the pants. I reckon we, wear, we put on one leg each. Oh, yeah. Yeah. that's so cute. What a good answer. Definitely. There's, there's certain things where okay. I'll wear the pants for, Megs, you wear the pants for. So it's a really good, like, it's, a, it's, it's a good balancing act. Hey, that would be pretty hot, though. <laughs> Them <laughs> sharing a pants. idea. <laughs> that would be such a bad photo shoot. Photo shoot. We'll do it with you, huh? All right. Favorite dish at Ascot? Favorite dish? Ooh, that kingfish is pretty good. Yeah, kingfish is great. Oh, I, I really like the um. Is it the tuna or salmon? The tuna. The tuna. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I like the cracker. Yeah. I like the 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 nori seaweed with the. It was, mm. Is it honey maple. or maple? I think it's maple. Yeah. Maple. There's brush on top, so it's like got this crunch, but it's like caramelized, so it's like, it's it snaps as well, so it's like crystallized. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Biggest turn on of each other and biggest Ooh. ick. Oh, love that. Biggest turn on. Let, well, no, let's start with ick so that we can end on a nice. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> I'll, I'll start. I'll start with. Oh, ick. you cannot jump in with ick straight away. I'll, I'll go with an ick. Careful. That is. <laughs> it's. Careful. I just want to get over done with. Yeah. It is. No, it's a good one though. It's like oh. a good ick, but. Oh, oh good ick. I'll probably the, the judge of that. When, because she's such a professional. Mm. So when Megs is working and when her mind's in work on the computer, like. I don't get a look in. You don't exist. I don't exist. Yeah. And it's like, hey, Megzy, can you? And she and she's just like, I'm doing this. And she's just like in the zone. Because you are. You're so like, you're so Is that an ick for and- I thought that would be like a turn Well, on. I'm a little bit like, <laughs> nah. What laser focus? What you need like, to do? Yeah, but what if I want a bit of attention? What if he's naked walking around? Yeah, the sometimes I'm just like, yes, whatever. I don't, whatever. Yeah. Give me a coffee. What are you doing? Stop talking. Like you just take your top off and then walk around with the broom. It works. So it's like, oh my god, he's cleaning his no, top. No, just yeah, just vacuum <laughs> something. But he doesn't do that, guy. Well, hang on, I, I want to hear my ick. What is it? This is so cute. It's just your sweaty shit, <laughs> like gym clothes, and then it's like. On the floor. Yeah, it's let's like, just drop are it you in. done with those? Where, <laughs> who's picking that up? I'm not. I'll I'll move Ooh. it, but you won't. And then you steal my hat. Mm. He steals my ha- my caps, which are like pretty caps. Yeah, they're not like sweaty. De- they're pretty caps. Yeah, and then he, and then he wears them. Yeah. He goes running with them, and he gets them all sweaty, and then they get the sweat oh, the stain line, in the sweat them. Line. Yeah. Oh, the sweat line. Oh, my pretty. Yeah, yeah it's the worst. <laughs> And they're your dressy caps. It's like we have they're shitty active wear caps and, and they're they pretty, pretty caps. Yeah, they're yes. Fair, babe. Yeah, they're brunch <laughs> caps. They're not running caps. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, sweaty well, okay, biggest boy turn on. things. Biggest turn on? Her? Look yeah. at her. Oh, <laughs> fair. I don't know. Look, there's oh, – I don't know. It's really it's really hard. Like She's a great mum. Makes you doing <laughs> – no, that's that's a cop out though. That's not a, that's not a turn on. I love that about her. Um, Sense of humour. I, I, I like um, sometimes she'll do humor. yoga at home. Oh, yeah. oh so what? her butt. Definitely yeah, she, her butt. she does yoga at home. Yeah, I always always have like a fair fair good look. Downward dog. I love that she's oh. like. I know. I know you no, have a look. Like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Why do you wear my tightest leggings? No, I no. His 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 humor. Just he's. I know it sounds like oh, you're gonna pick something that's not physical, but no, he's just got a really naughty, funny sense of humor and it really it lifts anything that lifts me up I find attractive because there'll be some mornings I'll wake up I've got my eyes hanging out of my head and I was like oh coffee and then he'll he'll just say something and come off with this sharp witty one-liner or something and it would just kill me it'll just floor me and I'll just feel like I can't be like that with everyone like I have to be really 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 comfortable with a person Mm -hmm. to fully just let 
Because sometimes it's borderline bottle, bottle inappropriate. Like because some of the some of the, <laughs> sh- some of the shit I say is, is far from PC. <laughs> but I know that I can say anything there's in no front judgment. of Mexi and there's no borders. Yeah. There's no borders. Mm. And that's, that's what I like. You just have to be careful with people sometimes and stuff. But yeah. Not with me. Yeah. She, 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 gets yeah. she gets it. Yeah. Well, I think we'll get there one day. <laughs> <laughs> we will. We'll break down the barriers. <laughs> We're getting close. Okay. So it's, it's definitely kids pick up time. So Sarah, would you like to finish us off? Thank you guys so much for joining us. That was such a wonderful feast. Yeah. This feast is Fun. like the yummiest main course we've ever had. Just like Swings and roundabouts. Oh, my God. Thank you guys so much for your Pleasure. time. Pleasure. It was awesome. Loved it. was good It went fun. really fast. Yeah, Thank you guys fast. so much Loved for it. listening. It did go really fast. We are not doing very well at not doing one and a half hour episodes lately because we're just having too much fun. So please make sure to subscribe if you haven't. Leave us a love letter, five-star review. Anything you want, slide into Khan's DMs. Poke him in the butthole. Anything you want. <laughs> Excuse uh, me. <laughs> And follow us at FeastPod. Tag us, share the episode. Tag you guys. Where can we find you? She's I lost it. She's lost it. Look, she's she's Megan K. Gale. I, don't, I actually don't know my Instagram tag. I love that. But it's it just got it's me. easy to find. Yeah, we'll find you and we'll, we'll share Dollywood's links. We'll share Ascot's oh links. We'll share everything, all the links. Um, thank you guys for joining and come back to the feast next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.